recording. Ah, I gotta get out of here by 2.30. Ooh. Oh, we better we better hustle then. Yeah, jeez. We are hustling through episode 123 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on December 6th, 2020. On the podcast today, we have a man whose evil doppelganger is Wa Andrew, Andrew Clark. Wa, I, I mean regular Andrew. Hi, I'm regular Andrew. I'm not Wa Andrew. What, uh, what, what does Wandrew look like? What does he have going on? Um, he's got a goatee. Okay. Um, just a goatee. He shaves everything. Mm. That's not the goatee. Um, and he also has an eyebrow piercing. Uh, why Andrew sounds like somebody I'd want to have a beer with. Okay. Yeah, no, he's great. I mean, total dickhead. <laughs> I'm not why Andrew. Uh, okay, yeah. So one of those like one of those friends. You're like, yeah, well, yeah, we can meet up every once in a while, but I don't want to get too entangled in everything you got going on. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an energy sucker. Okay, that's fair. Next up, we have Ryan Holt, who's about to tell us about his evil counterpart, Wa Ryan. Oh, okay. What? Warian? Sure. It's yeah. It gets Ryan. He's no. He's he's definitely a Nazi, right? <laughs> like, oh, it has the word Aryan in it. His name. Uh. He took his German heritage a little too seriously. Um, yeah, has like all sorts of tattoos all over him. Oh. And like, I guess you kind of appreciate it because like he doesn't leave any doubt. Like he's just, he's just a out. giant piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone knows. It's like the plot of Inglorious Bastards where he's carving swastikas onto Nazis' faces, but he just did it for everyone. He just tattooed a bunch of shit that's obvious Nazi shit all over him. Was so. that? Was that inspired by the movie Inglorious Bastards? You just had the totally wrong reading of that movie? No. Okay. No, he got the tattoos a long time ago. Okay. He was like, I'm proud! And then it was like, cool, dude. Out well, and proud. Yeah. You can't hurt me anymore. And it's like, well, good luck with that, bud. We can, we can hurt you. We can yeah. definitely hurt you. And then last but not least, I am Lucas DeRyder, and my evil counterpart, Wa Lucas... It's just 80% legs. Hmm. Yeah. Incre- it's like well, Dr. Robotnik? Uh, yeah, actually. You know what? That's like a fair approximation for what he has going on. Like his legs, even longer, like 50% longer than mine. And then uh, just a very small, stout torso. So it's like legs, a set of hips. Mm-hmm. And then a neck and arms coming out <laughs> of those hips. Functionally, yes. How was this prompt? How was this intro? Top five all time? <laughs> Do we nail it? Wa Lucas. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be... W- it'd be Wacus. Why? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Wyan and... Yeah, Wandrew would probably work. Yeah. Although I guess in in the video games, like there's Wa Luigi, which is just Wa in front of the regular ass name, and then yeah, there's but then Wario, there's Wario mm-hmm. which they... is integrating the Wa into the name, right. not just adding it in front. So which one do we go with? I 
Wario existed know. long before Waluigi, so That's in true. theory, you should probably go with older the OG. than time itself. Yeah, Wario isn't exactly what you would call human. <laughs> <laughs> what if Mario was just more garlic? Garlic? Yeah. What? Is Wario big into garlic? Yeah. His, what? Yeah, his his for his final uh, smash in the Super Smash Bros. games, he just pulls out a fist-sized clove of garlic, eats it, and then I don't know, it turns into a superhero or something. I feel like that's not necessarily that he's like really into garlic. It's just that he's a nasty guy. <laughs> he's just gross as fuck, uh, and he derives his superpowers from being as disgusting as possible. Mm. So he, he just eats a bunch of garlic to make himself smell bad, mm. which gives him strength. The disgust of others fuels his power. The ancient one. <laughs> Wario is a little eldritch. I don't know what eldritch is. I've heard it referenced. It's, I like cosmic horror. It's a, yeah, I, it's a Lovecraft thing. Yeah, but like you, you say eldritch or cosmic now because Lovecraft is lovecraft isn't eldritch like a term from lovecraft though uh, yeah but it, it's more removed okay yeah. okay well I, yeah i'll just i'll just stick with saying like cosmic horror then. that's fair mario was born then 20 minutes later the universe came to be <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand some of those who they're like yeah they assign time values to like things that happened before everything was created it was like that includes time right <laughs> fair enough like there was definitely like old sects of christianity that tried to like figure out when god came into being before god created everything and they were like assigning like time frames to it and it was like i don't think that's how that works mm. i don't think that's how any of this works I love, I absolutely fucking love when I see, like, hardcore evangelicals try to, like, mathematically sort out when the apocalypse is coming. They're like, well, you can see with the math that I've done. It's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) You can't do math with this shit, man. You can't just take... A, you know, a book that is, like, well-known to be incomplete and also features dudes, regular-ass dudes that are hundreds of years old and try to come up with a timeline out of this and then extrapolate that into the future. It's just, it's hilarious every time. Jesus had 12 apostles, uh, 12 times <laughs> 2, 24, world's gonna end twenty four twelve. Yeah, that is kind of the... The randomness that's involved most of the time in those calculations. Mm. If you double that, it's like, why would you (laughs) (laughs) provide a reason to double it? (laughs) You said, show your work here, man. Like, show me how you got there. (laughs) Oh, and we are going to show people how we got to where we are by talking about everything that happened that this past week in. News of the week. Uh. Fortnite's Travis Scott is dead. He got vored by Galactus, and in the process of that, Galactus also took down Twitch for a while. 
been a while since we talked about Fortnite on here. Yeah. Yeah. Need that clickbait. Are they you? I don't really know what Galactus's deal is. He's a giant purple guy in space who eats planets. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He was So he ate Fortnite? Yes. He forward Fortnite. Yeah. What, what does that the mean? Headline? Oh, Andrew, Andrew, my sweet summer child. What does that mean that he forwarded? it? You know what it means. Um, Context clues, Andrew. So, well, I mean, people who are into vor <laughs> derive sexual pleasure from the thought of being consumed, usually by somebody uh, much larger than them. Mm-hmm. Oh God! And it's consumed whole. You should yes. specify. It's more like a swallowing. Mm-hmm. Like being swallowed and then digested fetish. Yes. Oh, Andrew, <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> Never seen a Vore video, huh? Wow. Buddy. Wow. For first race war? Yeah. Well, welcome to your first day on the internet. I'll be your guide. Uh, over there's Vore. Go. Go. Do that. Go nuts. Yeah. All right, and that concludes our tour. Uh, <laughs> you've seen you've everything You've seen everything now. you need to. Yep, that's the important stuff. All right. Yeah, no, Lucas was making a bit. And I'm glad we got to go into it. Full of jokes. And explain to everyone that Vor is real. <laughs> Vor is not dead. It's surely alive. Boar's Not Dead is definitely a title candidate. (laughs) I'm glad to know that I still have things that can shock me. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it always great when Mm -hmm. you you reach a new uh, level of like, oh, wow. It's it's either like reassuring or it's just a new low. I think I think personally, Vor is a relatively harmless yeah. fetish because like there's no, no sure yeah. it, it's there's, not there's harmful. no real it's world an- analogy that, like it's right. more of just a fun fantasy thing. It's it's a it's a thing that I did not know about and I was very <laughs> surprised by. Yeah, no, it's a thing that I don't know how it became a thing because it's so specific and weird. Uh, but you know, it's it's not really possible to enact. So. No. I guess maybe like a like one of those dragon kid slides that you like climb into it. Like oh I don't know God. if that could be an approximation. I have no idea, man. Please don't try this at home. <laughs> uh, smooth Kratos is also going to be in Fortnite. Oh, and the Mandalorian. Woo. Ah, what... Smooth Kratos. Mm. I think we said it last night, but uh, I think I saw that Master Chief is going to be in it soon. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Has there been a Nintendo character in Fortnite yet? I feel like Nintendo is too protective of its IP. That's fair. As has been shown in recent weeks. Ooh. Mm. You want to you wanna go into mm. that one, Andrew? I don't know much about it. I, I really don't feel like I have the information to make a statement on it i just know that people have been talking about nintendo being shitty for a while this derives from them shutting down a an online uh melee tournament because to get that game online they invented like 
special net code that you have to install on the game, and Nintendo uh, decided that was, uh, yeah, season desistable. Yeah. Shut down mm-hmm. competitive play on their own property, which did nothing but boost the popularity while harming absolutely no one. Yeah. For a classic 20 year old so game. You, yes. So, can you not stream Nintendo games then? Uh, you can stream Nintendo games. They were dickheads about it for a while, where they were like, yeah. we have to get a cut of those, <laughs> of, of that uh, viewership money. But um, now they're pretty fine with it, I guess. Still, like, you know, DMCAs for music, for whatever, like everybody else. In streaming regard, I don't think they're as bad as anybody else right now. Yeah, weren't they 50% revenue share for a while? Yeah. On any, it's like an, an insane number. It mm. wasn't just like 10% or something. It was like, like no, Jesus we want Christ, yeah. 50. a lot of it. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Nintendo. And an update to last week's story, Subverse Leads issued another non-apology, which seemingly just kind of pissed everybody off more, and now people are trying to get uh, refunds back who donated to their Kickstarter. Oh, man. I have grown to expect more from our anime titty games. <laughs> I love how we can always glean um, what what Lucas's like, because we always talk about media bubbles, yep. you know, like the bubbles yeah. that we all exist in. And sometimes it's hard to tell, like, uh-huh. what kind of bubble someone exists in, but no, we know exactly what Lucas's bubble consists of. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. To, to be fair, though, to be fair to Lucas, like, I don't think we had to clean anything. Lucas is very open about what he enjoys. Mm. Well, not, no, it's not uh, an I, enjoyment I thing. I think it's a media, like, it's, I, I would argue that your media bubble is not something that you really, like, play an active part in creating. Oh. Like, that's, that's the algorithms mm-hmm. and everything like that that have basically, like, curated your own little bubble for you without you even realizing it and in some cases with you actively trying to get outside of it but it always like forces you back into it but and so like a lot of people aren't aware of it mm-hmm. we we get to <laughs> we get to understand lucas's bubble <laughs> very intrinsically so yeah i that was more yeah where i was going you know what that that's fair and i feel like i know your bubble better than my own <laughs> <laughs> i huh do you have a weird porn game equivalent to, like, something... You are weirdly aware of developments in, like, a very specific media media sphere? Yeah, broadcast television. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it's not that specific, but it is in people our age group in the year 2020. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I get a lot, of, a lot of news about my industry... Uh, that people our age do not. I mean, I know Andrew's able to recap every episode of NCIS off the top of his head, but I don't know. I'm not. It would have been fun, Ryan, <laughs> if you apparently knew more than I would anticipate about telenovelas or something. Ah, uh, no, not so much. Yeah. I'm not into that. But, yeah, I think the other example was um, uh, fucking Bowsette. <laughs> oh, and how that was a 10 out of 10 meme for you. And we were like, dude, that oh, was God. like a thing for a day. There's no way. No, that, that... no not for him it wasn't. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. This bubbles. Yeah. So I'm yeah. still getting one fresh Bowsette meme like every other month on my timeline. It's great. I'm living my best life right now. 
I feel like new fan art is not a meme. <laughs> I'm still getting fan art. 10 out of 10. Mm. Top 10 meme 2020. Let's go. Dip back into it. We still have to figure out if we're doing that category again. I don't think we are until 2030, right? 2030. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> we're going to be... <laughs> top 10 memes of the decade. We're going to be 35, 34-year-olds talking about Episode top 10 memes 600 of the 600 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. <laughs> yeah. I think memes are going to get out of date, right? Oh. Memes are going to be na- then of the slightly older crowd when uh, it's Generation Alpha, right, is the... The new generation, when they come up, they're gonna be Ooh. like, "Ooh, memes! Those are cringy." Is that those are those are for millennials and Gen Zers? Like we're coming up with our own thing. Is that Bleams. Generation Alpha sounds like a fucking um, Pacific Rim robot? No, that is like <laughs> full on Evangelion shit. Like I, I don't know that series super well, but that sounds like something from Evangelion. Is that the decided name, or did you just decide that, Ryan? No, it's like the current name. Oh, fuck. We got an apocalypse like they didn't, coming. Yeah, usually they have a letter. Generations have a letter name, and then they have a nickname, like millennials. But we were Gen Y, like, yeah. technically. Mm-hmm. And then they turned into millennials. And then Gen Z hasn't really turned into anything yet. Maybe because Z is just a cool letter, kind of like X, mm. where Gen X kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, so for now, since they're babies, uh, it's Generation Alpha. So who knows? Because that's what usually comes after alphabetic letters buckle up was buckle up alphas one in ten of you are going into a gundam be ready for that <laughs> Jeez. i'm sorry andrew go ahead it was generation x i mean i never uh heard of you know the boomer generation being referred to as like generation w was was gen x like its own thing like hmm. I gen was x might have started the trend yeah You're right. i uh, I, don't know. I kind of was under the impression that they called it gen x because they're like we don't understand them they're unknown or like they yeah. don't really have a connection you know some dumb bullshit like that it's and very possible yeah that gen x started that. it but okay and then the the three successive generations have just yeah. i wonder followed i wonder if it was meant to line up with the ending of the 20th century but there was just a misestimation there or <laughs> they something <fucked> it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it. we blew it didn't we guys <laughs> Yeah. Remember when millennials were called for like a year when they referred to millennials as Gen Y but spelled W H Y? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like it does fit pretty well. <laughs> they they always what, what is the the classic Gen Z meme? The Gen uh Gen or, or baby boomers. I hate my wife. Millennials. I hate my life. Gen Z. And then it's like. Uh, what, what's the horse Juan and then a horse on a balcony like fucking <laughs> it's classic memes mm. we we all are fucking lame oh god we're old except for in Gen Z's mind Gen Z is fucking awesome and rad <laughs> yeah I used to know they're the heroes it... of their own story and you know you gotta admire them for it I used to know what it was and then they changed it and now it's scary and it'll happen to you <laughs> I still am honorary Gen X, or Gen Z, not Gen X. So I'm gonna, I'll be, I'll be our podcast's uh, Gen Z truth speaker, youth correspondent Ryan Holtz. Youth correspondent, <laughs> like eight He's months younger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I loved 
I loved near the beginning of the year where it was like, Gen Z, I want to die. Gen Z now. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Zers. The, the Zers aren't as uh aren't aren't as um reflexively suicidal. They're it's not as trendy to wanna uh end your life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was oh wait, yeah, no, it was a it was a millennial. Yeah, millen- millennials want to kill themselves. Gen Zers are are too abstract for that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Your first trauma was fucking swine flu. Oh, buddy, let me tell you about what happened when I was five, and then the yeah. ensuing still going on wars. Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gen Gen Z is uh. Gen Z is not. They they would never reference something as solid and real as killing themselves. <laughs> it's a it's a that's a real topic. Gen Z would that that's way too uh, way too non abstract. Of an ethereal generation, if there ever was. Hmm. They're the Luna Lovegood of generations. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I feel like that's a pretty apt description. Now that I think of it, it came, I came up with it off the top of my head, and now I'm like, you know what? It's pretty accurate. Every every single uh, Gen Zer is uh, manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. <laughs> every a little bit of Doomer one. girl mixed in there. Yeah, but they're still too manic pixie Doomer girl. But they're still too young to realize what's problematic about that trope. Fantastic. No, they realize it. Oh, they're oh, okay. embracing it. All right. Good for them. Live your best life. Yeah. They live for controversy. Hmm. And I'm living for Warriors games, apparently, because Persona 5 Strikers releases on February 23rd. This- don't do it, Lucas. You don't have to. You, you've made it very clear that whenever they do this to, like, a game... Uh, franchise that you like you're never really down for it but you always buy it and play it anyway and then get disappointed this one i think will be especially weird because this is a spin-off slash sequel that takes place after the first game and its ending where the enhanced version that came out this year totally changed that so this is a sequel to a non-canonical ending anymore. I think this is fan fiction. I'm about to play fan fiction. I just can't get over this fucking picture on the top of the Kotaku article. <laughs> it's a fucking just cat thing. Yeah. <laughs> with giant eyes and like otherwise it's like relatively realistic humanoid figures. Yeah. And then there's just a clearly like cartoon cat. Like it's basically like um, Spider Ham <laughs> into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that's actually, just, yeah, yeah. They're all pretty like humanoid, realistic. Like even the the weird ones, like uh, Black Noir, is still like a human <laughs> shape thing. And then it's just a cartoon character who is drawn explicitly like a cartoon. Did you refer to Spider Man Noir as Black Noir? Isn't it Black Noir? I, I thought it was Spider no, Noir. Bla- yeah, it's Spider Man Spider Noir. Noir. Black Noir is from the boy. It's, it's definitely not Spider Man Noir. I know that much. There's no man in there. Yeah, it might be Spider Noir. But I think it is Spider Man Noir. In Spider Verse? Oh, Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Dash Man Noir. 
But in the in into the Spider Verse is that what they call him? Oh, I think so. I, I thought they called him Black Noir in Into the Spider Verse. They probably just went with whatever Nick Cage thought sounded cooler. Yeah, he seems like an authority. Wherever I go, the wind follows, and the wind smells like rain. <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Okay, voice cast. Uh, where's Nicolas Cage? Um, Spider-Man Noir. Yeah. Oh. And, and yeah, you realize that Black Noir is from The Boys, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably where I got it from. But I, I think they—I don't think they reference him ever as full Spider-Man Noir. They might call him Noir, or like something else, Spider Noir, but. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold that up. I watched it somewhat recently. Black Noir, but, good name though. Regardless, <laughs> solid. Good. Name. Um, also, on this picture, there's a woman with just a boob window that's just obnoxious. Oh yeah. In her, in her clothes, and then uh, two dumbasses mm-hmm. posed like dumbasses, and then a, a snowman. I'm not snowman sure. looking girl. I'm not sure what's going on with the snowman girl. She was a new character. Uh, but would you believe me if I told you the girl with the boob window a uh, plot point of hers is that she is a sexual harassment and assault survivor, but still heavily sexualized in this game. Oh, how very non problematic of that. Yeah, what? I couldn't believe that. That's insane. Ah, I hate it. Who would do that? Mm. Who, who would do that to a character that's had that happen to them? You really don't have to buy this game, Lucas. Like, you don't have to. You have the power to not spend money on it. Let me see how much it is at launch. What, what are you willing to pay? Yeah, Andrew just visibly died on the inside. I mean, if it's 40, definitely. 50, maybe. 40? Is it definite? 60, that's like, full price. Money. Full price, like, I'll, I'll wait for a discount. It's not and then just you will the buy money. it once it gets I down to four. Yeah, it's it's not just the money; it's the time you'll spend playing it, and then we know that you won't like enjoy it that much. I mean, I'll be able to talk about it on here. I'll be able; it'll be interesting. I'll be able to reflect on a piece of media which I genuinely genuinely enjoy. But, but you won't enjoy <laughs> it. I it. That's where you're wrong, kiddo. <laughs> Some part of me will enjoy it. I can find value in a bad thing. We've been doing a bad movie night on and off for how long? Yeah, but we're like roasting it. That's the value. I'm not watching it. If 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 you want to do a segment where we play bad video games and shit on them, like that's that's fine. Okay. If you want to take the podcast in that direction, but I mean, I'd want to do it live, be. like together. I would, I would be using like the PlayStation screen share function to like roast it. Yeah, honestly, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Lucas plays a video game, and then we shit on. <laughs> Wait, I just, I just heard it. I just, just heard what I was saying. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I. Yeah, that does not sound fun to Lucas. Yeah. But all I'm just st- any game Lucas is playing. Hey, Lucas, share your screen, and then we're just fucking Lol. going in. <laughs> Wow, this is so fucking lame, dude. Uh. Look, all I'm saying is steak tastes even better if you had an okay hamburger a couple days ago. 
I don't know what you're referencing with that. <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> what is what is the stake in this scenario? Uh, whatever good game comes out after Persona Strikers. The OK hamburger doesn't cost forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Or 50 hours. Or, yeah, or 50 hours of your life, which when you calculate it out to, like, 15 bucks an hour is a lot more. It's going to be, like, 20 hours. This feels like a 25-hour okay. mm, game. Still a lot. <laughs> Speaking of wasteful time investments, Oscar Isaac is rumored to play Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid film. Which is a shame, because that movie is never coming out, and Oscar Isaac has better things to do with his time. I never, ever thought the Lucas that I knew in middle school would be excited about a, like, uh, video game ripoff that he's not excited to play, and not be excited for the Metal Gear <laughs> Solid movie that's going to come out. He's he's setting expectations low. The movie. I I live with Ian, who is the king of doing this, where you just pretend that it's not going to happen, and then worst case, nothing happens. Your expectations were met. Best case, it actually happens. The movie has been the Metal Gear Solid movie has been coming out for a decade. I don't think it's ever coming out. Hey. Uh uh hollywood uh gem oscar isaac is attached now so mm. sometimes it's all you need baby he's in everything now it's got some interest it means it's maybe moving along in the next stages it could happen they like the fact that he has graying hair <laughs> for oscar isaac is has solid snake also as a quick that's an important character part also as a quick aside um hey all me Hollywood outlets reporting on this. This is why you should hire me because I I know which guy Solid Snake actually is. There were a lot of articles out there announcing Oscar Isaac as Solid Snake with not Solid Snake as as the picture. Which snake were they using? Uh mostly uh Naked Snake or Punished Snake, uh Big Boss. Uh, and then in a few instances, Old Snake, which, well, is kind of Solid Snake. No, that's Old Snake. <laughs> I don't know. You can much see about why it. Hollywood elites are confused by this, yeah. though. I would hope. This, yeah, there's. This is also the same universe that has two different big bosses, <laughs> uh, a Venom Snake that is big boss and is also at the same time not big boss. Um, a liquid snake, a solid snake, a solidus snake. Who is also genetically who is a big also boss. ocelot. <laughs> no, liquid. No, no, no. Ocelot is also liquid snake. Oh, solidus okay. snake. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Just Andrew, you fool. <laughs> yeah. You child. How could you possibly make that mistake? Uh. Yeah. No, I mean, if they, if Hollywood needs to hire you for this one article, I guess, yeah, they might for this specific scenario. All I'm saying, I have a very reasonable consulting fee as well. Mm. Bring me in. I feel like they just want you to write the article because yeah. especially entertainment news is basically just Oscar Isaac was cast to play Solid Snake. 
more details to come on the project, which has been in development for the last 10 years. And then they just move on because it's all about breaking the news. It's not about actually like reporting. <laughs> so entertainment journalism. Yeah. The trades. It's sustainable. It is. <laughs> yeah. People will always need that news about their it's, industry. Mm, Every single easy. person yeah. who works in the entertainment industry is subscribed to those alerts because you need to be in the know. And then every single person who likes the entertainment industry <laughs> is subscribed uh, also. Yeah. so It's easy a and a lot audience. of people like it. Mm-hmm. So this is a total tangent, but can I ask you guys a weird question that I kind of got into an argument with people about uh, the this previous week? Yes. yes. How would you define clickbait? Uh, for me, clickbait involves uh, deception. Like they would—they have to be lying in some form in the headline or the thumbnail or something to get people to click, and then not provide what was "quote unquote" promised by the headline or the uh, thumbnail. I know for some people, it can just be like attention-grabbing right. uh, headlines and stuff. But for me, as long as they're actually delivering on whatever that headline was, it's not true clickbait. I. I- Yes, I had that realization this past week where apparently a lot of people think that clickbait is just a hot take that is bad or that they disagree yeah. with. Hmm. Or just like eight things that uh, apply to blah, blah, blah. But then if they actually do list out eight things, like, <laughs> then to me that's not clickbait. It's clickbaity. Right. Like, but yeah, I, I think we need to come up with a clickbait. new word for you know the other thing then. Because if you're posting something whose its intention is just to get people to click on it so that you get those clicks you get the viewership and in order to do so you do something either outlandish or something that makes people angry or just something with a butt on it <laughs> like if that's not clickbait we need to come up with a name for that it. is clickbait like for me well, if no, there's, a, if there's a butt saying... in the thumbnail and then <laughs> the article doesn't talk about that butt or show more of that butt then yeah clickbait yeah. No, no, I, I'm saying that, like, it's not a lie. It's There's something in it that's intention is just to grab someone's attention. Or, you know, hey, uh, that thing you like fucking sucks. Let's get some hate clicks going. Like, I think what you're talking about, Andrew, is 21st century internet journalism. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the word for it. I, I just depressingly, I want, that is the word. I want I want something to put that into that's a category yeah 21st century internet journalism <laughs> when you're saying oh all they're trying to do is get you to click that's all they care about it's like yeah that's the business model that there are alternatives so, but they don't succeed not often enough at least yeah yeah not so. unless your video game donkey yeah he's doing it <laughs> he's doing he's it and I love it the fucking madman I mean so far it's just been a smash video which he's already done smash content and his smash videos are some of my favorite even yeah. though I don't play smash very much and then uh, that react a video. No, te- technically react it was a minecraft video, video. Uh? no it wasn't Steve it was on it. Minecraft Saturdays, but it was definitely yeah. not. I mean, that's that's a the Minecraft joke. Video. I mean, yeah, that's, I know that's, that's what joke. I'm saying. But like, I'm saying he might have just made a Smash video already and then been like, "Oh, I'll say it's a Minecraft video for a bit." But yeah, he's probably gonna do a week of these. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's going to be fucking awesome. I love it. I'm curious what he's going to do with Among Us. He has <laughs> like four different Among Us days. Today's Among Us Sundays, isn't it? Might be on a delay. Yeah. I don't know. So hmm. today he might have something. I'll see. All right, skipping ahead for the sake of time a little bit. Uh, said that we said this previously on a quarantine cast episode. Uh, Elliot Page, uh, the Juno star, came out as a trans man this week. Congratulations to them. That is awesome. Um, and then, big piece of film news Warner Bros. will release all of its 2021 movies simultaneously on HBO Max. The movies are dead. Long the live the movies. <laughs> Movie theaters, we hardly knew ye. Uh, it, mm. I started going back to the movie theater be- right before the uh, pandemic hit. I just, I just, like one of my, uh, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but like kind of at the turn of the year, I decided I haven't spent enough time in movie theaters and I am someone who erroneously claims to like movies. So. <laughs> I shall start going to the movies again. And I went to like three movies in early January and then things got fucked. Got it in while you could. I. Yeah. Fuck, there's a non zero chance the last movie I ever see in theaters is Sonic the Hedgehog. No. <laughs> you will still be able to watch movies in theaters, but movie theaters as we know them will cease to exist um, with uh, moves like this happening. You would be able to go and watch, like, the Moonlight equivalent of 2022 in a movie theater, 100%. Yeah. But Avengers Endgame will be the last Avengers Endgame of its time, basically. Yeah. Like, where it's just, you go to the theater and there's hundreds of people (laughs) milling around trying to get into the four different theaters all showing the same movie because that's the demand, like... That, that will not happen again. Just breathing and licking each other all the while. Not anymore. Yeah. Standing uh, in the AMC Stubbs A-list line, which is ironically longer than <laughs> the normal line. And I did not have A-list at that time, so I just went in the normal line and was like, this is great, man. Like, <laughs> this is pretty chill. But then I did get A-list for Christmas last year. and now Oh, oh. I'm I'm just in I got to use it for three months and then they delayed the subscription they were like oh it won't restart for a while but now it's supposedly going to start on the new year unless they push it back again and I literally don't have any movie theaters open near me like they're literally (laughs) all closed so I feel like I I'm gonna have to fucking get on AMC support and be like dude (laughs) I literally can't use this I live in LA so um and I guess the under-talked about part of this development is that uh, Warner Bros. really wants HBO Max to do better than what it's doing, which it was my understanding it was always kind of middling. I mean, HBO Max got all of the HBO Now customers, which yeah. I feel like wasn't small. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely a lot of people that would buy HBO Now for like a month or two and then cancel their subscription every year and like watch all the stuff yeah. in that month or two yeah. because it's... It's expensive and, uh, you know, there's there's definitely really, really good content, but mm-hmm. uh, you can, you can, in theory, binge a lot of it relatively quickly. I... So, yeah, they have that. Going. And, I mean, it's going to do it. Like, HBO Max is about to take a big step, that's for sure, for them. Mm. So, I feel like Universal's up next because Peacock, I feel like, is really <laughs> struggling so far. So... 
I think Universal should follow shortly. Disney Plus seems like it's doing great, so Disney might not, but yeah. who knows. Yeah. I Boy, they're going to put that Black Widow movie on Disney Disney Plus, aren't they? That's only a matter of time. That was a foregone conclusion, it feels. Mm-hmm. They're doing Mulan. They did, already, yeah. So. Yeah. You had to pay $30 for it. Oh, now it's releasing for real, though. Oh, uh, okay. For okay. free. I mean, and then was... Soul. Soul is releasing for free, I think, on Christmas Day. The Damn. new Pixar movie. That's kind of cool. So hmm? Disney's kind of doing it, but it, they haven't announced that they're going to do it for every release oh. in the coming year. I, so Yeah, I wonder what they'll do with the uh, other Marvel movies, like when you know theaters quote unquote open you know depending on how they're doing after all this shit like are they going to you know stick the marvel movies only in theaters and try to milk everything they can out of that or are they just going to say like fuck it both but mostly just disney plus yeah i think I mean, isn't it going to be weird? Like, we're, we're so used to box office numbers yeah. getting yeah. bigger and bigger because of inflation, and, like, they're, they're going to probably start shrinking. Like, we're going to have the, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. the best the, or the biggest grossing movie of all time is probably going to be unattainable. Like, it's going to forever be the best grossing how... movie of all time. Yeah, how do we even measure that, or how does that revenue model work if all movies are just weighed against uh, subscription dollars? You can't. Uh, there's there's I, no way to parse it out, like, what people are paying for the subscription. So, I mean, like, know. the only thing that they'd be able to... This is not, like, a dollar value thing, but, you know, they'd be able to see numbers of tickets sold plus you know number of streams but that's oh, still streams really don't wonky. equal yeah right yeah, stream, exactly. streams don't equal tickets you can't mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's a, a lot lower bar they have numbers but they're not going to release the numbers of yeah every, uh, 10 million people watch this to completion versus well actually half of them just kind of stop 20 minutes in well also like 20 minutes if you <laughs> if you have disney plus and you have four people over and you all watch the movie together that's one stream yeah versus if you had gone to the theaters you would have had to purchase five tickets like trust me andrew uh streamers do not underestimate the amount of people (laughs) watching their stuff no 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 no. i'm saying saying that like that's why it's really hard to figure out how many you're actually doing but also that doesn't really help out the dollar amount I'm not. They, they would I, never underestimate. Trust me, Ryan. I'm not trying to challenge you on this. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like three minutes in, uh, when that counts as a stream, like they're they're not underestimating the amount of people actually consuming their content. They uh, they overestimate to an unbelievable degree. So spectacular. Yeah. And all that data is so proprietary, and they're never going to release it to anyone. No. Oh. Buckle up. Welcome to the future of movies. Um, nothing in the meme corner, which means we are going into the breakouts. Andrew, I see you have something written here, but uh, before we get to that... It's my understanding that the Mandalorian was Power Rangers in the best way in the most recent episode. I, 
there was there was fighting going on. There was some cheesy fighting going on, and I'm okay with that. I guess that's what Power Rangers is. So whatever. I Power Rangers is extremely one dude in a cool suit of armor beating up literally two dozen other dudes in lamer I mean, armor and then blowing up two spaceships. I mean, that's, that's rocket the whole backpack. fucking show. That's the whole show. That's that's the Mandalorian. A dude in a cool-looking set of armor kicking the absolute shit out of lamer dudes. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, just <laughs> fucking pussies. <laughs> no, yeah, um, Boba Fett is is alive and in the show <laughs> of course he is yeah um yeah how'd you get Some, how'd you get out of the pit they didn't explain it of course they didn't no they just said i was left for dead in, in the desert <laughs> it's like okay that's it i guess is boba fett a good guy yeah I mean, he's like kind of a neutral guy he's helping out mm-hmm. oh, um, okay they made a deal and uh, to like get his armor shit back, and he got his armor back, but then he failed his end of the deal, so now he's like indebted to the Mandalorian. And he's like, "Well, you gave me my shit, and I did not succeed in helping you, so I'm just gonna help now." Wait, does the Mandalorian not have a name? No, he does. Ah. Um, but they've only said it once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, it's, some. Um, well, it's, it's like, uh, earlier in the season, uh, um, Pedro Pascal's The Mandalorian figured out that he's actually a religious extremist accidentally. <laughs> um, there's some shit going on where, like, he, he belongs to what he thought was, like, the only way of being a Mandalorian. It's like, you can't show your face, you have to keep your helmet on constantly, you don't have a name anymore. Uh, you know, you live by the creed and all that shit. Turns out that was just, he grew up in what was basically a cult of Mandalorians that were all shunned for being psychos <laughs> in, like, the actual Mandalorian culture. So when he meets up with other Mandalorians who have names and take their helmets off and shit, he's like, what the <laughs> fuck? What the fuck is all this? <laughs> and then they explain it to him. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> That that sounds really fun. And all right, cool. Not reacting as though he is still deep in the Kool Aid. That's great. Yeah, his name exactly. is Din Jaren. Yes. Um, and uh, Giancarlo Esposito is the one who revealed what his name was at the end of the first season. He's like, "Yo, this dude knows my name. This is bad. He must know other things." <laughs> How does he know his name? Uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character. Mark no, Gideon. sorry. How does how does Din Jaren know his own name? Well, I mean, he he was like indoctrinated into the uh, like Mandalorian extremists called the Death Watch when he was a kid. Um, uh, his, but not like a baby. No, not not a baby. Oh, okay. So what they would what they would do is they would go around to uh, like planets that were at war save people and then like if there were uh like basically orphans they would just take them along with them until they could like relocate them and if they couldn't relocate them they would just keep them not unlike the <laughs> and, jedi and, like, raise raise them as extremists yeah basically i it... um so his parents were killed in a war 
and then he uh, stuck with the Mandalorians and became a hitman or uh, bounty hunter. I mean, as I get older and realize how fucked up the Jedi actually kind of were, I think I start retroactively liking the prequels more. <laughs> where they all die? I kinda, like, yeah. kinda. Wow. Or, you can see why the whole galaxy turned against them. I, it It's undermined by the cool fighting, but the prequels do kind of take the piss out of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, I guess. Lucas, I know this might be a touchy topic, but <gasps> on the Wikipedia article for Din Djarin, for skin color, it puts tan. And I just... Mm. I don't know if that's normal for this but i don't know if it's necessary or anything but he they did it so. uh, oh, yeah well because he he does have his helmet removed once like i know see, yeah would you describe his skin color as tan i don't i don't know <laughs> I, I don't i don't think i want to try to like ethnically yeah. classify pedro pascal exactly Skin color, Pedro Pascal. I feel like that would have been <laughs> mm. acceptable. I, Eye it, color, Pedro Pascal. Like, I can see how this conversation would go if I, I tried to reach out to people as a purview of my job. And it is not part of a purview of my job. That is the movies TV team. So I will redirect mm. this point to them, Ryan. And then they will... Oh, okay address it as they will fair enough not on me man no i didn't ever think it was on you i didn't think you wrote that article but just thought it was interesting mm. and then i saw it was a classic wikipedia and i was like ah all right <laughs> anything weird in that article in that page about jedi leg strength jedi leg muscles <laughs> what that's a real thing <laughs> what? Nah. Okay. I think it's it's probably the same thing as fucking uh, Spider Man, where I was talking about how <laughs> there's a move where he just launches himself like a hundred feet into the air, and it's like now now we're looking at power scaling and like <laughs> the sheer amount of muscularity that would require to send someone a hundred and eighty pounds a hundred feet into the air. <laughs> and let me tell you, you can't do that if you're five eight one forty. <laughs> Or 510-145. Oh, Ryan, what are you checking out? Uh, I finished The Crown. Ooh. It's good. It's a great season. Uh, Margaret uh, Margaret Thatcher was a subject in this, mm-hmm. right? Huge. She was the, she was the uh, political side of The Crown this season. They usually have, like, you know, a prime minister or some political movement uh, as like one of the many storylines. Yeah. And she was the political storyline. How how was she handled? How was the UK's Ronald Reagan handled in uh, this? She wasn't like praised. I think they did warts and all. They showed like her ideas. They, They definitely tried to provide like character motivations and stuff like that. So I think that's just important for a dramatized series. Um, they showed like her disagreements with the queen over, uh, apartheid, which I think was a really interesting, uh, thing. So I think everyone could at least draw their own opinions that she was completely unwilling to, uh, introduce any sanctions against 
the apartheid regime. And then um, also they threw in one last jab uh, from the queen's mouth where um, she was, or Margaret Thatcher was talking about her son and how her son, because earlier in the season, there was a moment in English history where Margaret Thatcher's son got lost during a rally race in Africa Mm. and like just in the middle of the desert. So everyone just kind of thought he might be dead. And then they eventually found him, blah, blah, blah. It was this whole thing. Crazy news story. So then the queen asked her, like, oh, how's your son's rally racing career? And she's like, he's just a businessman now. He doesn't uh, do that anymore. That was just the one time. And then he's, and she's like, oh, that's interesting. What does he do? And he's like, oh, he handles various financial developments for countries such as Afghanistan. And was, like, naming off countries. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, and, and South Africa. And the queen just goes, of course. Like, that was <laughs> right after, you know, her refusing to introduce any sanctions ah. on the South African apartheid government. So it was a very okay. pointed, mm. like, mm, mm. this character's got some interesting motivation. They let you draw your own oh, yeah. uh, conclusions on her and, like, humanized her, like, showed where she came from, how she developed her ideas. Like, her and her husband had a very, like, quaint, healthy relationship and then juxtaposed that with just the fucking mess that is the (laughs) british royal family (laughs) think how just despicable they are so yeah they 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 kept you they kept you on your toes with their character and i think i think they did it pretty well i think and and most people are going to go in with the preconceived notion of her so like you know just let you let you project what you want um so that was good it was a little sad because this is the last season Olivia Coleman. Ah. It's the last season that the current Crown cast will be. The current Crown cast. Every two seasons they refresh it. So we're going to get the final cast uh, for season five. And then they will do it through season six, will be the la- which will be the last season. All right. So it's going to be It's a little sad saying goodbye to the current cast. I really enjoyed uh olivia coleman she did a great job and then i really really enjoyed tobias menzies uh aka um uh catlin tully's brother uh ed Ed, edwin tully was it hmm, trying to remember his name but yeah from game of thrones um the the tully guy who they keep pretending to hang. They're doing like show hangings until Jamie Lannister comes in and is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? So, yeah. The one who was who thought he was going to marry uh, the ugly daughter uh, in order to get the bridge. But then access. married a child. And then she ended up being, okay, but she was yeah. attractive. So it was the, <laughs> that was supposed to be the takeaway. And sure. the Red Wedding happened. So, yeah. That guy. Mm. He, he was great. I really, really enjoyed him as Prince Philip. Oh. Uh, and Diana, oh my god. She was unbelievable. She was the breakout star. I think she's already blowing up because of her performance. And I think they'll probably recast her, but I, I can't I know for certain. I'm not sure if that has happened yet. So, yeah, that was good. And now I'm watching The Queen's Gambit to oh. brush up on Ooh. some uh, last-minute 2020 shows for our top ten. Jane, uh, I have I like one it. episode left in the Queen's Gambit. I'm. I think I have two. Ooh. So we're in a very similar how's that, position on the show. How's that shonen sports not anime going? <laughs> I have enjoyed all the memes where it's like 
her, but she's playing like Yu Gi Oh! <laughs> or like Beyblades and shit. <laughs> yeah. As have I. Uh, Andrew, you are done with season 11 of Archer and Anola Holmes, two shows that Venn diagram is a circle, apparently. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, two shows that are identical. Um, although Anola Holmes is a movie, and that's that's the only difference between Anola Holmes and Archer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, uh, yeah, Jade and I watched Anola Holmes uh, a while back. Uh, it was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good day night movie. Um, what uh, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what is the conceit there? It is based on. I think it's based on a series of books that came out a while back, where it's like. Sherlock Holmes's sister, like younger oh. sister, you know, that, that sort of shit. Um, and it's like, Enola Holmes is like a teenage girl being raised by her mother. You know, you know, Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft Holmes are uh, like just rich guys. Like that's, I mean, that, that's the backstory behind them is that they just come from a rich family and they go off to go do their own thing. Mycroft works for the government and Sherlock's a detective and she lives with her mom and just does fun shit and then her mom goes missing and then she tries to find her and then there's like political intrigue because there's like votes going on and this one politician is being chased and all that sort of shit um it's it's a fun movie um i'd I'd say that like my one big gripe with it other than like you know it's super cheesy but like not in a super bad way um is that they don't she doesn't solve the mystery like everyone like you know the the movie is ended and it's like oh she solved the mystery congratulations you know yada 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 she doesn't <laughs> she she solves the mystery and is wrong and then the real culprit's like it was me and then still wins that but, um that's kind of a bummer yeah because, like, Sherlock Holmes does, separately, on his own, just, like, figure it out very quickly. Oh, uh, mm. and, and then, uh, at the end, they're like, how did you know? And it's like, then he explained why he found out. And then she's like, oh, yeah, no, she just stumbled upon it. That, I don't know if I like that. I don't um, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, that, I, I didn't like that at all. Um, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking. It's kind of fun. It all gets right. old after a while, but whatever. Um and then Archer, season 11, he's finally out of the coma. Um, it's good. I mean, it's fun. It felt like old Archer with kind of like a fresh new take. Because this is uh, the first one in like five seasons when they're just spies again, right? Yep, exactly. Okay. And he gets out of it. He's like, wait, I've been in a coma for three years. You guys are spies again? They're like, yeah, we just kind of went back, did our own thing. Um, they had the, the guise of a bunch of character growth that was then all undermined by archer coming out of his coma and slowly over the course of the season breaking everyone down back into the the worst versions of themselves (laughs) that's pretty great (laughs) like like cyril cyril's ripped and also like a really really good agent he's like a really good spy and he's like really positive about himself (laughs) and he's just like a well-adjusted man and then archer comes back and he reverts back into his lazy piece of shit self-hating selfish self and it's it's hilarious and then yeah it happens with everybody wait so when was the last canon season what happened in the last canon season that wasn't coma 
they they moved out to California because ISIS, the you know the spy agency, had been shut down, and then they become private detectives in California, and then it, the season ends with Archer getting shot and drowning in a pool, which led to the coma. I forgot that's how old Archer is. Archer is so old that they named the spy agency ISIS because they mm-hmm. that that's not anything offensive. That's not going to be well. I, a I think I remember they. Um, when act- when real world ISIS became a thing, they had like a a retcon that like in the beginning of that season they were then acquired by the CIA and they right. just mm-hmm. refer to themselves as the agency. They don't call themselves ISIS anymore. And there's like one background joke of somebody like shaking their head as they're moving the ISIS sign out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I don't really remember that season very well. Yeah. California private detectives. I might have watched it once. But Not no idea. Yeah, it wasn't. It was okay. I mean, yeah. like just like there's funny jokes in it. It's mm-hmm. Archer. Like you'll laugh, yeah. but it wasn't that great. I feel like the last time I watched was when there was a. They were in Central America, and there was like tanks assaulting a palace. Oh yeah, Archer what Vice. The uh, the cocaine Christ. season. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely watched the cocaine season. Was that after the? No, California no, that was detectives? no, that was like season five. I think. Oh, so that's canon. That actually, happened. yeah, yes. no, that's canon. Archer Vice is real. Yes, <laughs> and then like after that, I think they go back to being the spy agency. Hmm. I must not have watched that. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the development was they were a spy agency. Uh, then that got shut down, and then they became Vice because they were sitting on a ton of cocaine. Yeah. And then definitely watched the, the cocaine season. Yeah, and, and then that's how they made then, contact with the CIA and were eventually acquired by them. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think I think that's what it was. And then in season six, they became spies again, but then they were the CIA. At the end of that season, they all got kicked out. And then so the season after that, they went out to California, became detectives. Archer goes into a coma. There are three coma dream seasons, one where it's like the 40s and he's a detective. Mm-hmm. One where he's Adventure Island Archer. Also in the and, 40s. Also in the 40s, and then... Uh, space. 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 God damn but they had a space episode that yes. was canon. No, no. Correct. They did this really is like, go to space. Yes. No, this is like Borgs and aliens and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even laugh when you said we were Borgs, man. <laughs> That's, uh, okay. I mean, maybe I should try season 11, but fuck, it's been a while. I, although... I guess I should probably watch the California season then so I can catch up on the canon and then yeah. skip the coma seasons. All right. And then me, last but not least, I finished the last core uh, nine episodes of the Netflix anime Great Pretender, uh, which released in the last week of November. And I wish the story was as good as the art direction, art style, animation, and performances because... Well, it looks amazing. It's really just kind of every heist trope ever. And, like, in this season, they go back and do some stuff again. And it's just like, I don't believe that these main characters are actually dead because in, like, episode five, you killed them and then it turned out they weren't actually dead. Yeah, son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> I, it... <laughs> It's just, just imagine Rick twirling the lollipop and putting it in his mouth. Yeah. I it mm. 
and yeah, this uh, these last couple episodes were especially egregious because they didn't even put the work into making some of the tropes happen anymore. Like for this final heist that they pull off, they bring in the previous three bad guys from the show and they help out, but they never do any legwork to explain you ruin these people's lives. Why are they suddenly down to help you out with this? They, they never explain any of that. Uh, the main character, or at the very least, the audience POV character, discovers that his dad, who he thought was a criminal child sex trafficker, was like actually a part of this heist group originally, and that was all part of a giant con. And... That majorly fucked up his life, like you expected it would. But then that's never addressed. That's never resolved in any meaningful way. It. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, I wish this was better. I can appreciate what's great in it, but I just wish the story was better. And maybe this is as good as high stories can be now. I don't know. Group chat. Anything to talk about here? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. We're going to meander for a while, or we should do the wind down? I think that's the wind down, then. Let's do a clap sync <laughs> and wrap it up. Wrap it up. Mm. Oh, let's check the <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you all so much for checking in to episode 123 of the Volunteer Viewing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, etc. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, voluntaryviewing.patreon.com. Sure, that sounds about right. Um, got a lot of great tiers on there. Donate some money. Join the likes of Tiffany Cole, Central Richard Nixon, and Sucky Badger. Uh, send us your business opportunities and questions to volunteerviewing at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. And follow us on Instagram for the highlights of the... God, we have to have like close to 300? 300 total episodes between this and the quarantine cast now? It'd be over 300. Jesus. Well, anyway, we got the best stuff on there. Um... I think that's all of it. Oh, check me out on Twitter at Lucas Writer. Got a podcast guest appearance coming up. Maybe some writing in the works. Who knows? But you will when it comes out if you follow me. Yeah. What? What words of wisdom are we sending people into their week on? Wear a condom. Wrap it up. <laughs> Always. Never take the risk. <laughs> do you guys hear that before they just had astronauts wear diapers they like had them wear condoms to pee into but it didn't work because the astronauts kept saying they needed bigger sizes than what they actually did mm-hmm. yeah also in um the are di- the uh, autobiography of um michael collins the third astronaut aboard Apollo 11 who stayed with the uh, with the orbiting mm-hmm. uh, spaceship on the moon and didn't actually go down to the moon. He, he said that that was, at the time, 
in addition to the lack of candidates and general sexism, the main reason that there were no female astronauts mm-hmm. was that they had to have a dick to stick into this device. <laughs> it was like, okay, sure, man. I mean, he openly acknowledged it was like, yeah, and there were also no like women test pilots and no anything like that. And he's like, but as far as science was concerned, it was because they'd have to devise a new urine collection system. Jesus. <laughs> so that was fun. And what do they call it? Do they call it the Katums? It sounds familiar. Oh, God. I, I, I hate that word. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I, I don't like it already. Mm, Katums. No, not any great matches. Oh, maybe that's not it. Just Google astronaut p. Astronaut p collection device. Maximum absorbent absorbency garment. Yeah, but what was the early one? Apollo. <laughs> Um, uh, how astronauts pee and poop in space by Business Insider. What? Hmm. Okay. Little, little outside of their uh, target demo, but all right. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess it is how they take care of business in space. That's fair. Yeah, they're doing business. Mm. Nothing personal. It's just business. Business. They don't say what it's called. I'm so upset. I wish I knew. I don't know. Everyone read Michael Collins's autobiography. It's so fucking good. If you want to actually figure out what it was, what it was like to be a fucking astronaut <laughs> in the Apollo program. When that must have been so boring and like demoralizing to just be like, all right, guys, go make history. I'll hang out up here for a couple of days. <laughs> Alone. I mean, I'll make sure that you get home. Yeah. <laughs> you will die on the moon if I do not do my job properly. What if, what if he just pissed off? What if he just <laughs> he's like he couldn't looped around off. and just went back? <laughs> Could not have pissed off. <laughs> he's the like, no, dude, troll. this is going to be so funny. <laughs> Wait till you see yeah. their faces. They're stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> Lay ultimate troll. <laughs> yeah. No, he... Uh, he knew about it a long time in advance. Uh-huh. Like when when they were first picking specialties for the um, Apollo program, they were picking the lunar module and the command module pilots, and like he was picked very early as a command module pilot, so the person that would be orbiting. And he didn't know that it would be on literally Apollo Eleven, the first. <laughs> <laughs> manned mission to the moon like as far as he knew it could have been apollo 10 where they didn't actually go to the moon and it could have been apollo blew up yeah well 10 not 10 12 oh, was the one that uh blew up and had to emergency return apollo 10 was the test run it was the they went all the way to the moon orbited the moon but did not go down and land on it no i mean which one which one was the one where there was a fire on board before that was apollo died that was the very first. Oh, was it? Okay. And it wasn't a launch. It was a test. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, but no, Apollo 10 was literally just a dress rehearsal. They did everything and had the equipment to go down to the moon, but they didn't go down to the moon because it was a, a dress rehearsal for Apollo 11, the real. So, yeah, he could have been on that one, and he could have been on, like, Apollo 17, where it was, like, old news. No one gave a shit anymore. So, 
And he just happened to be on the very first one and was like, yeah. And then he, he acknowledged that if he would have stayed in the space program, he would have been uh, the um, commander on one of the later moon missions and could have mm. gone to the moon, but he didn't want to do it anymore. His wife was already a, a, a wreck because yeah. he was fucking going to the moon and shit. Basically so like, a no, suicide I did it mission that he somehow came back from. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it once. I don't need to. I don't need to actually step on the moon. I'm fine. So, he, he it was totally his decision. He was cool with it. I enjoy atmosphere. I'm gonna stay in that. I'm going to never again leave an oxygenated space. <laughs> My bones and eyes work fine down here. I'm I'm gonna keep it that way. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a great week and tune in for our upcoming episodes of the Quarantine Cast. If everything works out, we should have a particularly fun one coming down the line. All right. Goodbye.